0: Star and out
1: Bring that dog. Get your hand COVID off my fucking mic, dude. <laughs> yeah, I brought that dog and I gave it to the neighbor. <laughs> Did you bring that dog, Dave, to ruin the, our outside recording? Damn, dude, look at the camera real quick. You look like Goose. Who's Goose? From Top Gun, dude. You're I've never like seen it. Meat bullshit. That movie's for pussies, dude.
0: Actually- <laughs> movies for fucking stolen valor pussies. I'm a Marine, so I take this shit pretty seriously.
1: Uh, for mm-hmm. those only looking at the audio, you don't look like Goose. You just look like one of the guys who like <laughs> who directs the F eighteen onto the aircraft carrier.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another Marine. That's a fellow Marine. Uh, well, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know who I think really we need to start accusing of stolen valor mm-hmm. is. Uh, Transformers that turn into jets and military oh, craft. shit, dude! It's, like, it's not for you, dude. That's not you. That's our culture. Wow, you dude. Those you didn't earn those medals. That's true. Medals, totally. <laughs> Because they're made of metal, organic metal. Ah, uh, you feel me? I do. Well, not actually, but I wish, you know. Damn, I wish you could sit on my
1: lap like usual. <laughs> me too, I wish dude.
0: We could have a regular pod.
1: Uh, all right, this bit where I do the podcast with my mask on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the mask down. <laughs>
0: Uh, I thought it was pretty funny to the start audi- that way. The audio was perfect. I didn't even think of it. Is that true? It sounded fine? You usually have a little bit of a breathing problem anyway. so oh, it sounded, good. It sounded normal. Well, it's north.
1: good to see you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was very funny. I was like, really, though, like, how long is he going to do this? You just I... pass out. You get like, uh, like an a brain aneurysm from trying to do a bit. Uh,
1: no, I don't want to get mm-hmm. COVID and i'm like throwing up and <laughs> i'm just coughing the whole time <laughs> the mask is covered in blood um <laughs> no i don't want to get sick <laughs> uh no i wore it because i honestly wanted to ease into uh to like have a way to start talking about the fact that we're fucking recording in person for the first time in 3 months i know <laughs> it's uh it's crazy this is uh exciting
0: i Dude. feel like a skin sensation seeing you i know it's weird i like uh mm-hmm. It's like running into an ex. I'd say for me. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) explain why. Oh, you know, you know, baggage. (laughs) Yeah, sure. We do a lot of baggage. Baggage. Podcast baggage. I'm tired of women with all the baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you need all those bags? <laughs> guy who doesn't really understand women.
1: But the crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> like they really vibe off it. It's true. Dude, I think I've uh, I have talked about this on the podcast before, but um you know you know who's one who has a stand-up special like that is Ralphie Mae. And uh, he has this special called Unruly, where like uh, I know I know and there's Oy. so many problems with talking about him. He died. The, he said problematic things. It's like, what do you, you know? Choose a lane. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> Die or say problematic things. I, you know, what's it going to be, man? <laughs> 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 That's not what I meant. No, I, I I meant I don't want to speak ill of the dead, and no. also he said problematic things. <laughs> I've said, you know, <laughs> I said like a million things while
0: he was alive, so it's like I really can't pretend. But I do know a lot of people who know him and are close to him, and you know, love
1: him and everything. Totally. So, so it's like that sort of right. Factor. It's yeah. it's complicated, as it is in every single situation ever. <laughs> he was no unruly. matter what Twitter says. <laughs>
0: he was an unruly guy, Cristalia. He was incorrigible. <laughs> Some fuck. called him a, some called him a man on fire.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> fuck this and fuck you and, fu- and fuck that. No, I brought it up because uh, you I, were I you were like talking <laughs> of, like your bit was like uh a comic saying things that don't really make sense mm-hmm. but are like loosely about hating women and the crowd was like yeah. At the beginning of Ralphie May's special unruly, I don't even remember what he said, but he's literally just like for the first 3 minutes he's like uh he's like i don't know about you but cnn you know they're they're bad right and everyone's like yes it's so crazy oh dude
0: that's so sad man on an artistic level <laughs> yeah. it's like when a musician writes the perfect mm-hmm. song lyrics in the middle of the night and then gets up in the morning and he's like your hair's mm-hmm. like fuck like i mean because it's—I imagine at one time he did a just a CNN riff that like for right. seven minutes or something, or a couple times that just like killed. Right. And then it's like you when it actually comes time to do the recording, you sober up, right? You make sure you're on point because there's you know industry people there watching. There's cameras that are being paid for. And then you're just like, ah, oh, fucking, <laughs> see that shit? Did you see that shit? The news?
1: I think that, here's the thing, I think that you're being very kind and generous to Ralphie about this bit because you should watch it. The reason I say that is not to say that he's not capable of doing what you just said, it's just that it's nonstop applause breaks, man. It's like, to the point where it makes me think that he got to a point where he just had such his crowd Combined with maybe not wanting to work anymore, or Mm -hmm. I don't know where like yeah, so they were unruly They both were man (laughs) Dude, I know that's why it's a perfect storm Hampton just faded out of a photograph (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah <laughs> oh, man, the photograph of him I keep in my you're wallet.
0: Right. <laughs> they, they gave him too
1: much steam. Because, like, I'll, just if you and look at it, it, it's possible what you're talking about. But he's not bombing. He's just like CNN boy, and then crushing mm-hmm. the crowd. Just showed up to hear the keywords that they yeah. agree with. It's psychotic. They it's- call it the tyranny of will. <laughs>
0: When you're forcing Mm -hmm. a thing that just happened Mm -hmm. with your your entire spirit, you're like, if you have the demeanor of this is crushing and I'm killing, Mm -hmm. I have in my personal experience seen psychopathic people... Uh, no disrespect, but there was something wrong mentally with them crushing. Right. And it's like they have the demeanor of like a stand-up who should be crushing. The audience is just there with them. Right. And it's, you're just like, what is, what is life? What the fuck is happening? What is my profession?
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, that's so funny to think. I, because like, I, I very distinctly remember, I, I always forgot which comic it was. I wish I could remember their fucking name. But he's not around. I haven't seen him in a long while. Uh Richard Duane. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Ralphie May. Uh, <laughs> Just can't remember his name. <laughs> can't remember his name, but it <laughs> was Ralphie yeah, Mae. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why his name escapes me. Unruly and unnamed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um uh, it was a it was a, like a super tall guy and uh I, re- I remember watching him in the main room, packed main room, just bombing, dude. Just really eat shit. Just bombed so fucking hard. And then walked off stage, and I barely knew him. And uh, and he, like, walked up to me. I was, come, I was like, standing at the back door, by the way, into the improv lab, which is the little room at the improv oh, if you've okay. never been there. Yeah. And uh, he walked uh, up to me, and I was like, hey, dude. And I just like, I try not to lie, you know, so I didn't want to even approach saying good set so i was just like hey dude and he goes you see that fucking crushed <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh man it's, they're all psychopaths
0: like thank god this entire industry is gonna get like cold <laughs> like it's just gonna have totally. like a, a, a holocaust of <laughs> comics careers where it's just like yeah you, a lot of you guys are just insane <laughs> yeah dude i know Thank God we're perfect uh, <laughs> You guys, thanks for uh, checking out y'all ever This yeah, is
1: a Hosted by two perfect men All men are perfect Especially the ones that get really defensive <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a sign of a good dude
0: uh, I'm Hampton Yunt. I'm Dave Ross Hi, guys This is uh, the first podcast we've done in many months Just together in In the same... Atmosphere, and so I kind of I have to forgive mm-hmm. like the noise. There's yeah, oh yeah. There's it's going to be not the most perfect sounding episode, but we appreciate you being here.
1: Also, I'm nervous, and uh, that's not for lack of trying on Hampton's part. He like set this whole thing up. We're outside. There's a canopy to keep the sun away. I clean my dick, dude. I clean. I I'm all clean with dick sanitizer. I called a uh, helicopter. <laughs> yeah, there's a helicopter here. There's a dog. Welcome to Dog Helicopter, the podcast that sucks.
0: Wait, that sounds like the best podcast on the fucking planet. Dog Dog Helicopter? A literal dog fucking going over my my fucking place with a... Goddamn helicopter, or does he speak English?
1: Or is the helicopter itself a dog, like the van in Dumb and Dumber? You're losing me. Today. No, dude, the van in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Come on, dude, you've seen comedy before. Jim Carrey, man, fucking with his talks through his butthole. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yes man. Yeah, liar you, liar. Yeah, Mark Twain, Jim Carrey, same thing. You know, it's all comedy. The birth all, the birth of comedy. Moms maybe Jim Carrey, same fucking people, same dude. fucking dude. Um no, like I and I'm very very wary and cautious about all this stuff. I think it, to, at this point to the point where I'm like not I'm on the other side where I'm list, where I'm like not listening to the new data, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, yeah, right. It's just like fixed in your brain. It's hard to it's hard to navigate, you know. Um, and so any, well, I've been like home. <laughs> this is my. I was late because I forgot how long it takes to get ready and to drive places because mm-hmm. I haven't had to do that. Mm-hmm. But then as I drove here, I was like <laughs> blasted music, fucking headbanging, dude. I was so excited to <laughs> come just
0: here. <laughs> just
1: like gets in his car. He's like, "Okay, here we go, driving for the first time in several months." <laughs> And it's
0: like put on your little hat and, it, and you just start, My car r- hat? start My... running over people like GTA style and you're just like, Well, well, I'm gonna break a couple eggs like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta Gotta relearn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. Can't make an omelet without killing a bunch of pedestrians. Get out of my way. I'm busy. Still takes you forever to get here. (laughs) Yeah, I had to drive over a mountain.
0: Of people. Oh, I saw the mountain, and then I kept going. And then there were all those people on it. That was no help. Um, Man. No, I'm the same. It takes me forever to leave, do anything back to normal. Uh, It's just exciting, though, is the
1: thing. I'm, like, giddy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I like really am, dude. I'm so happy right now. You're free. I've, I, I'm mm-hmm. less cautious because
0: uh, I think this is all a hoax. So Great. I'm, I've been just... You know, running into stores, grabbing stuff and coughing and, you know, just being a real menace. Just
1: just being a rascal, (laughs) huh? Just being a a little brat. Yeah, Yeah. I'm being a real brat. (laughs) I will go into pharmacies and I cough on people's hands. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm being a brat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being a real scallion. Yeah, dude. I I actually have this trouble with stand-up where, like, there's, like, a—I'm not—I've never been that good at writing, like, a— stand-up, a regular type of stand-up joke where it's just like, you say a thing and then you turn it. Mm. Uh, and that's like a <laughs> classic stand-up joke. And one of the reasons I'm bad at it is every time I say it, right after I say it, I just feel like saying, yeah, I'm a little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought one thing and now it's different. I'm a little, I've, I'm, I'm just playing little games aren't, with you. Aren't I
0: cute? <laughs> yeah. There's so much comedy that is just, aren't I cute? Totally. I feel like that a lot of ways when uh comics do like a joke that's uh listing a bunch of stuff. You have to memorize oh, yeah. something. And it's just like look at me, I learned a trick. Exactly. <laughs> I can do I can I mean, do I'm a push guilt, up. I've done it. Yeah, but it's like
1: you learn that's a joke formula, yeah. you know. I used to have a joke that was like uh I did an entire act out of of a fake Carl's Jr. commercial <laughs> and it was like a fucking James Hetfield from Metallica... Spikes of football made of beef. You know what I mean? (laughs) And uh, it did all right. But uh, yeah, it was a trick, for sure. I like Uh. (laughs) how complicated it is. And you're You're just like, you know, some people got it. It was okay. Some people got it. The right people got it. It didn't make the album or any of my sets after four years into stand-up for some reason. Yeah, I'd say everyone who (laughs) heard it is now a current listener of (laughs) this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs)
0: You know, as I've gone through my (laughs) life, I've just made a cult very <laughs> a very small cult mhm
1: it's gr- it's growing the other thing about that joke too is that it's so easy to get there like there was a period of time where everyone was like, you see these Carl Jr. ads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like yeah. what do they even think a man is? What am I, uh, what am I a push-up <sighs> wearing a trucker hat? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> or whatever. You're making, you're making <laughs> me miss yeah. the good times. Of <laughs> stand-up, well, dude. When
0: you, when you do hat mm-hmm. comedy so well, it makes me go, oh, I miss it. Oh, thanks, dude. Thank I you so to, much. Wait, Hampton, thank you so much. I love laughing. <laughs> you know me. I'm an easy laugh. And I think it is... <laughs> That I literally love really bad comedy. Right. And I love good comedy. So yeah. I would just... When I started, I was just laughing all the time. Because totally. at open mics, it was usually either like... Incredibly bad people, really good people, or sociopaths. So I'm, I'm having a great time at an open mic. <laughs> Me too. I'm having a ball. Dude. I'm just hearing ideas, and honestly, it's like the, there's not a ton of pressure to laugh, really.
1: You know? No, especially since no one's doing it at yeah. the open mic. Oh, I lo-
0: that, That's the thing is when I saw that movie Joker, I was like, well, this rings a little too close to home. Oh my god. When he was like the only guy laughing or some shit at all the wrong moments, and I was like. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yep. Uh, am I gonna Joker? Am I? I should do a twenty-three and me and see if I'm part Joker. Dude, you actually should. Yeah, me and Liz Warren should see if we're part Joker. <laughs> yeah, you're at
1: least one sixteenth <laughs> Joker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I identified too hard with that scene.
1: There are, there's making an obscure reference, and then there's making two of them at once. <laughs> and some would say that's dangerous podcasting, Hampton. Yeah, but brave comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite yeah. thing about open mics is how brave yeah, everybody it's, is. It's pretty brave to attack a
0: movie everybody's already gone after, and yeah, <laughs> a
1: woman. You know, that's that has a, already pulled out of the race. That's my safe zone. <laughs> my God. I, uh, I go topical. Uh, oh, shit. What was I going to say? It was something about fucking open mics. Oh, yeah, dude. No, it's, it's, f- it's about uh, laughing at uh, all the wrong things. Yeah. I, um, I have a horrible track record of loving comedians' jokes that no one else likes mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, mm-hmm. like for my first three years in comedy, three or four, I ran one of the most popular shows in town, and everyone wanted to do it, and I didn't really get – that, because I just was a fucking three months into comedy and started a show, so I didn't think I was special or my show was. I mean, I noticed it, but I didn't think there was any power to it, because I'm yeah. just me, right? so it didn't occur to me that like Mm. three or more times three that I remember I just casually was talking to a comic and telling them man I just love that joke so much I just love that joke and then when they did holy fuck my show they did that joke and it just bombed (laughs) miserably (laughs) and looking back it's like man maybe they did it because they wanted to do the show or maybe did you ever bring Mm -hmm. it up when they're at the show like you're doing
0: you're doing your Star Wars specifically with
1: Dan Gill Mm -hmm. I asked him then I desperately begged him to do his joke about his duck, Mark. He was like, just had this joke about how he was in the park with his duck, Mark, and I just loved it. It was just so psychotic that he had a pet duck named Mark that he talked to, and he just bombed and he yeah, was like, I, can, I can see it that sucks. <laughs> I mean, the way you told it that sucks. <laughs> I don't see what's funny about that, dude. Is that, that how he told it? Because I fucking. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, this is great. I'm glad. I'm no. Uh, man, my I'm glad you broke quarantine s- for this.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, glad you risked the lives of my family. <laughs> Let's be honest. I have more to lose, Dave. What?
1: <laughs> I have more to lose because I'm married. No, my life's just you know cool. cool. Oh man. No, you just married That's her for the fucking green card, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we talked. Oh, <laughs> but I thought it was also funny if maybe I, um, I somehow needed her to say No, anyway. that was
1: the joke I was making.
0: But I'm just thinking also mm-hmm. of like all the times I've uh, ruined comic sets by being like, you have to do that joke. Dude, totally. And then uh, in front mm-hmm. of me, them bombing. Right. The joke. It's so weird, too, man. It's like, I really don't have the capacity to write other people's jokes. I could write a monologue set for, you know, whatever suit is doing a late night set. Like, right. This because that's news. like robot jokes. Yeah. But like something you and I riff together, I mean, like, odds are it's going to be like a really fucked up joke. that, go- mm. that It's like some, if, if we tried to do one of the bits we've already done on this podcast... Just one of us on stage, right? It be it. It just it never works. It never works the same.
1: All of mine do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, no, you're per, so right. Yeah, you're totally right, Mister
1: Three Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call me. That's what they call it. <laughs> Three thousand bombs and counting. <laughs> no, you're you're totally right, dude. It's uh, it's a weird phenomenon to try to write in someone's voice, but it's also a weird thing where like, why do we both love? Because it's not it's not the same as liking seeing a sociopath unravel or seeing a bad comic tell a bad joke. I understand why, cause that's like schadenfreude partially. Mm-hmm. And it's also partially, uh, that you, when you watch a lot of comedy, even before you're a comedian, you, you can see where someone was going. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I'll laugh at a premise sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, Even if they haven't worked it out. But then, yeah, dude, there's like a thing where I will really enjoy a joke that is start to finish, like written, completed, has a punchline that audiences do not ever think is funny. (laughs) And I don't know what that is. What's that? I think it's because you can
0: see the mechanics of it. I know that's maybe giving a bit you know it's it's hard to be lofty about comedy because it's supposed to be like self-effacing and just like uh you know whatever but like um it's kind of like you understand the mechanics of it because you have you grew up watching so much uh comedy and like really devouring it and learning from it that when somebody it's like if somebody proudly was like i have also built a car (laughs) and then it's like the tires are like where the windows should be and like the steering wheels in the back and there's no seats and shit. And right. You, you, you laugh. You're just like, I get it. The guy's a fucking right. idiot. Like, you know, he. it's like he got what a car is,
1: mm-hmm. but then
0: he's like, here's my fucking car. And you're like, this is not uh, close, It's not there. Except,
1: and that is true of me for sure, but except in this example, for, for, for instance, with... The my duck mark joke? In what that ca- what that seems to be yeah, a case different. of yeah. is I the guy's like hey come look at my new car I walk out in the parking lot and it's just a pile of tires and I go that is a car <laughs> you go sweet fucking car dude and he's like, like everyone else doesn't think it's a car and I'm like oh it's a car um, and you have to race it dude that's a car <laughs> yeah like uh, oh
0: yeah <laughs> so like that like, music kicks in. Do, 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 do. Oh. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think we have a car. That's the thing. I've done that too with like um, suggesting the joke to a comic, being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" It was Mike Bridenstine with his uh, Obi. I think it's his Obi Wan Kenobi joke, and he was like talking about recording his album. and I was like, "That you have to do that joke." And I was like, that is the best joke you've ever written, uh-huh. which is a really, uh, uh, that's a crazy thing to it's say it's to somebody. It's almost a cruel thing to say uh-huh. to another comic, because it's like, it's not true, but uh-huh. it's like, um, yeah, you know, like, I think in the moment I was just like, you don't understand. <laughs> that is the one, that is my one favorite joke, I, you know, I ever think about you. <laughs> like, he's like, all right, it doesn't uh-huh. really work. And then like, he did it, and the album, I think it, it comes off okay, but I, like, I get what he means.
1: I think he d- he lost the spirit for it.
0: <laughs> for I years. really
1: wish that the end of that story was, and he did it on the album, and the album sucks now because yeah. of that. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. I'm like, where's the music? What is this?
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get it. I
1: don't get it. Mm. Mm. I don't get it. How long have we been talking for, Hampton? Uh, something like 23 minutes. <laughs> nice, dude. Let's get out of here. We're done. <laughs> I think that's enough for you, animals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going pretty
0: good. Um, you want to take a break maybe or something? Or? Yeah,
1: let's take a little break. Uh, we have uh, bonus episodes up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash y'all ever. Hampton has a podcast with his wife, Georgia Brooks, called Nice Bum, Where You From? I have another podcast called Get Stupid. They both have patreons. He's at Hampton Yunt on social media. I'm at Dave to the Ross and uh, yeah. So if you want more from us, go get some of that. And if you don't, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> uh, and we're back. We Hampton was worried about the wind, so we put socks on the mics, mm-hmm. and he said he was very adamant that they were clean, and. I think he was wrong. <laughs> I
0: think you're hey, wrong. come on, man. How clean are your socks? No, oh, look. All right. You got buddy. It. The problem is you're using the dirty end. <laughs> you're using the dirty end. Look at mine. You've slid it on like it's a condom over the microphone. Which yeah, I'm going to
1: shove this in my ass, dude. does nothing. I've made
0: mine look like a blossom. That's true. By folding it over and over. Mine just looks like a dick. It really does. And mine, you know, looks like a... Uh, Ew, dude.
1: I don't even want to talk about it. What? Yours looks uncircumcised and mine looks circumcised? (laughs) Is that what you were going to say? You can say it. Say it. I'll say it. Okay. Hurry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it later tonight. (laughs) You're not the fucking boss of me. (laughs) Oh, man. This is the kind of witty repartee I'm happy to have back. And listen, oh. I'm I'm listening with the headphones. Slightly less wind on my microphone. So. Not mine? Yours is just a... It's like you're in a wind tunnel. Uh, really? Yeah, it's like you're testing out a new kind of uh This is
1: just a ruse Honda to get me to turn into a vehicle. blossom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're blossoming.
1: I'm blossoming. Yeah, finally. I'm finally coming out of my shell.
0: Oh, this is a lot. Yeah, dude. This sounds this? great. This is all good.
1: <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. I didn't even think about that. This is great. There it is. Now it looks Ooh. like if an ice cream cone were a sock. Mm-hmm. Now mm. we got two little bouquets. Can I have two scoops of, of uh, knee high? <laughs> You
0: get it? The trick to the podcast Mm -hmm. coming back is a lot more visual jokes, Mm -hmm. a lot worse video recording, Mm -hmm. uh, spotty audio recording, and And that
1: it's uninteresting. And we'll give each other (laughs) COVID. Yeah, totally. (laughs) At the expense of the podcast. So we'll die, it'll be less funny, Mm -hmm. and no one will know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Anthony and I have actually been talking a lot about what the podcast is and stuff. And, you know, I think it's safe to say that uh, this has been a transitionary period. I mean, it literally was at the beginning of March when we changed the name and we changed the uh, premise. And, um, yeah, it's like... Uh We didn't know. We
0: didn't know. (laughs) We didn't know coronavirus would then happen literally the next week. I know. After changing the the podcast. But, um, you know, you move with it.
1: Totally. And so now we're like, and it was going to be, but it was going to be that sort of like grace period anyway. Because, I mean, look, we went from a talking about suicide every week to not... And um, mm. we know
0: uh, that fucked with some people. I mean, a lot of our audience mysteriously went went missing. We don't know. I don't oh, no. I mean, I no, don't.
1: I mean, him to know. Who's to say?
0: No. <laughs> who is to say? Oh God! All I know is that the people who are now here are really into being y'all ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all I know. That is all I've looked into. We and no, we knew and yeah. know that uh, like. We're two people that are very concerned with the mental health, and we want to always be advocates for po- a positive discussion around it and, like, uh, being good to yourself and staying alive. And so we will always be that. And so we started with that. But also, Hampton and I are comedians, and we kind of just... Uh, Like being stupid. And so we're sort of finding out what those two things are. I can't
0: help but be stupid. (laughs) It's true. There's actually a really funny (laughs) moment that I really hard identified in a Ken Burns documentary about, like, uh, the Gold Rush era, Uh I think. And it was basically this really stupid average man Uh writing to somebody, like, asking him for money. And in the letter, he's like, please, I am stupid. (laughs) Wow. He's just like... I am not smart like you. I want, you know, to do better for my family. And I was like, um, damn, <laughs> this, this really hits hard into me of, like, I think it's funny to just be like, I'm I'm stupid. I think, oh, I uh, see. I think I get it. Like, I really do. <laughs> just like, yeah, I get why uh, other people are uh,
1: doing better. <laughs> oh, wow. You're, you're smart. I'm stupid. I get it. That's so funny, Hampton. You're so much smarter than that. That I mean, you're way smarter than you think you are. You're a dumbass. Thank you. (laughs) 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 But uh, but I know what you mean. Like honestly, when you that story is don't you wave that hand sanitizer at me? Well, you've been bad.
0: Don't you sanitize my comedy? Yeah. Tell me not to be dumb. Sanitize me. Open
1: your mouth up Fuck and fucking squeeze the sanitizer Fuck in Fuck you.
0: cop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh that story is is so great for me because what maybe that guy wasn't like book learning smart, but he was smart enough to know he's dumb, which yeah, is more yeah. than I can say for most stupid people in America right now. That's just all I i really believe that. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: that's a very healthy perspective. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, uh, literally I'm spacing, but it's like some Greek philosopher you know, it's just like you don't know anything. Oh, it was like Socrates' this whole thing. is, I don't know anything. Right. You know, the Socratic method is just like, I really don't... It, it's in, it's almost insane to be like, I'm an expert.
1: Right, for sure. So, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, insane to be like, yeah. I'm perfectly good, and all those fucking things. I kind
0: of use that as leeway to be then, well, almost no one's an expert, so then I might as well just constantly give my opinion. Sure.
1: <laughs> constantly.
0: <laughs> with, with very... I'd be like, I think I saw on Google... <laughs> Something one
1: time. Yeah, it's it's good to be manipulative (laughs) if you're upfront about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to manipulate you. Okay. All right.
0: (laughs) 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 Cristalia opening line. I'm about to manipulate you. My God. I'm going to. I I, think I think you're right. As mm -hmm. long as you're just open, right at the top. Dude. Just say. You like if Hitler was just like. I'm going to do this?
1: No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lost, no, I it. Get what you're, I, Lost it. Lost <laughs> it. This is a perfect example of how you can't help but be a dumbass, like you were just saying. Yeah, everything's yeah. back to Hitler.
0: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> He's always like the fourth beat away in comedy. For me, I'm like, you know, funny third thing, and then Hitler.
1: I'm more meant that, like, you're making Cristalia <laughs> jokes like one day into everybody talking <laughs> one day. about it. Well, I guess it's like two weeks. Or no, three weeks it's,
0: or I, I think it's <laughs> official now. His <laughs> friends have already buried him online. It's uh, it's out of my control, dude. I mean, yeah. I'm not close to the orbit. I mean, at this point, it's like a matter of public record.
1: For sure. Oh, I'm not arguing that. Uh, Well, it's not
0: one day after. (laughs) Oh, sure, it's not one day after. It's it's, it's like, you know,
1: time's passed. How crazy is it that there were people that... That whole thing was so wild. The thing, it took me like a week. I was like talking to a female friend of mine like a week or a week and a half later. I feel like it was like a few days ago. and uh, You have no concept of time. This is really funny. <laughs> it was like a month ago, dude. It was like tomorrow, dude. <laughs> I don't have any concept of time. You think it's tomorrow? <laughs> I think this is tomorrow? <laughs> anyway. you anyway, say it with authority? I, I really think this is tomorrow. It was a some amount of time after the Dalia shit came out. Yeah. That I was talking to a female friend, and my conversation with her was when I realized that there were people defending him. Like, it's so (laughs) – isn't it so mind-blowing that there were literally – Women that were like, "Here are uh, screenshots of DMs where he solicited sex with a 17-year-old," and there yeah, were people yeah. that
0: were like, "No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right." Okay, so there were people who immediately tried to dismiss it as like, "What if someone pretended to be Christalia because right they wanted to defraud him and stuff?" It's just like that immediately falls apart when there's like 20 different accounts exactly. of this sort of thing, and then the other one is just like. Well, it's
1: not so wrong (laughs) You know, people just taking Completely the wrong opinion on it Right, exactly, like saying it's okay Saying a thing that's patently not okay Is okay Anyway uh, I uh...
0: Alright, let's talk about it Noted child (laughs) pornographer Brian Regan is probably The next domino to fall down (laughs) As we all know a comedy's hidden secret: <laughs> Brian Regan running a uh, eight millimeter mm. or whatever. That would be so <laughs> wild. <laughs> Why? Yeah, mm. an underground true detective style monstrous sex, uh, you know, ring. That I feel like uh, it's a good time to step back from comedy and be like, uh, mm. I don't care, <laughs> you know, in the sense of like, I don't care if, uh, you know, a. Guy who I used to make me laugh, you know, is uh, pro, you know,
1: you don't care in the sense of like fuck them. I don't like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, more I'm,
0: like I want justice served no matter yeah, what. So like cool. yeah, oh it's just God. it's not a factor. You know what I'm no. saying? Yeah, like oh, I did a Wait, show is with Brian ben... Regan. Did he? No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. See okay. the yeah. rumors <laughs> spreading. I'm doing the work. I mean, it's like. <laughs> Right away. I spread it almost immediately. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, well, yeah, I think a lot of weird people are coming to D'Elia's defense being like,
1: I right. know him. He's a good guy. Right. And it's just like... Um, Give me a break, dude. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break, dude. <laughs> um, I'm going to steer away from this topic only because it's uh, like it's just so real oh, yeah. and dark. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real, and it's worth talking and thinking about. But... Uh, But the darkness is fucking palpable, bro. um, Did you hear Wallace and Gromit is canceled? (laughs) I actually did. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, (laughs) I was saying before, um, we're like, uh, you know, sort of, we didn't really realize it, but figuring out what uh, y'all ever is. And we were just talking about how um, we both, we talk about pop culture on this show a lot. We talk about... I'm an obsessive music nerd. Hampton is an obsessive comic book and movie nerd, and more than that, actually, way more than that. uh, (laughs) Autistic, fully autistic. Hampton's a loser, and I'm cool. Oh, they're all losers. (laughs) That's Dave. (laughs) <laughs> wow. We, so what I'm saying Can't is help himself. from now on y'all ever y'all ever will just be a show about how cool I am uh-huh. and how Hampton's a loser
0: nerd well, idiot. Yeah, it's kinda cool though to get back into Deep Space Nine <laughs> right
1: now. Yeah. I,
0: I've been watching all of Star Trek. I'm having a great time.
1: Sure, loser.
0: No. (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh, no. Uh, Rewatching Doom Patrol today. See, we're going to bond over some similar interests. Did you have the fucking. Oh, no, no, of course. (laughs) But we were just like, we have like different things that we're extremely passionate about. We've been Mm -hmm. trying to like talking about what to do with that. And we're thinking maybe we start giving each other homework. I give him an album to listen to. He gives me a graphic novel to read. And I don't know. Just uh, if you have thoughts on that, write us and tell us what you think. That's all I wanted to say. It took me 30 minutes to do it. <laughs> yeah, tell me how wrong
0: I am for the things I suggest and think are cool. Please tell me how wrong I am.
1: Please uh, tell me people don't do that to you, do they? Do you get emails where people are like, that sucks. Damn, I get all kinds of shut emails, out. dude. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't want
0: to hear about my emails? <laughs> One, one. (laughs) They're all Hillary Clinton's. (laughs) Redirected to my account. Uh, Dumbass, she thought she deleted them. (laughs) Nope. All in my account. I like reading them, too, because they're funny. It's a lot of office humor.
1: I just like agree. Mm-hmm. There's nothing intimidating. <laughs> dude, what if the reason that everyone was upset about Hillary's emails is that they all just had dead baby jokes in them? Uh, <laughs> not cool, dude. We were uh, wrong no. in the 90s. Not funny. Um, oh, man. <laughs> if you're young and listening, uh, that was a dead trope. Baby talks? Everyone oh, was yeah. always trading dead baby jokes when we were in high school. That's true. That was
0: good. That's a that's a learning. I, I really hope kids still learn about dead baby jokes. <laughs> Me too.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna call up my fucking mm-hmm. niece and nephew. Okay. I'm gonna teach them something. Call them on the show. Maybe that's what we should do. Every get them week. on the line. Call some children and tell them about the '90s. <laughs> we get Howard Stern to call him and tell them about the '90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I was the first person to uh, have a stripper on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. That sounds really interesting old man.
0: Yeah, we did it, like, never. I don't know. <laughs> we should do it, though. If we you, should do it. Okay.
1: Have a stripper on the show. And, yeah, and Baba Booey. And, and the act whole, like that's... The whole group. Nudity is cool or whatever. All of the group. <laughs> okay. What's the... Uh, what's his uh, sidekick's name? Rachel? Rachel Rob, Maddow? Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Take off your tap. I can, Matt. Here's the problem with
1: Howard. Yeah, um, no, it's Howard.
0: Ro- Robin. Robin um, Robin Maddow, that's right. I
1: don't know if that's her name, but <laughs> Robin quivers, dude. Hell yeah, man.
0: Yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's that's Robin it, Quivers yeah. for sure.
1: Uh, and then Fred, right? Fred's the guy that doesn't talk that much, but he's crazy. <laughs> I saw that movie, Private Parts. Come on, dude. <laughs> I, mean, <I'm> <laughs> I made the joke, and I feel embarrassed how much I
0: don't know who any of his universe, other than I was like, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just do
1: him. Well, you know, Baba Booey, yeah. you got the hits. Mm-hmm. Howard, Baba. I don't know what else is there. There's a microphone in there. I'm sure that's a part of the team. <laughs> I take that with them. Look, okay, if we were going to do what I just said right now, What would you, what would you, what homework would you give me? What would you want me to watch or read? The Bible. (laughs) Start
0: off strong. Number one, if you haven't read that, then honestly, Shut the fuck up about every other thing I suggest.
1: Yeah. So
0: one thing that I
1: forgot with this premise (laughs) is that I'm a tyrant. (laughs) Is that there's no way I'll get a straight answer. I'm an absolute tyrant. (laughs) Everybody, welcome to Mm. Give Me a Straight Answer for Once.
0: (laughs) Okay. I have some some stuff I could give you that might just be some fun comic books uh, that are like superhero stuff. Start off easy. Sure. Like, how often do you read comic books in general?
1: Never. I'm cool. <laughs> See? See? Yeah, you, uh, you lay open the door. Hey, <laughs> uh, man, and eye door. for an eye, Just a dude. A little bit, man. <laughs> eye for an eye.
0: Well, that's why you should read the, maybe the fucking Bible, Dave. I don't yeah. know if you know. It's in there.
1: <laughs> You're quoting my favorite <laughs> book. Dude, honestly, if you think about it, first comic book ever. The Bible. Um, yeah. Um, I did actually have a picture Bible when I was a kid, and I flipped through it, and I was like, this sucks. Remember? Those <laughs> suck. Those, yeah. I, I
0: remember growing up Catholic, growing up reading comic books and being like, these are just never good. They, there was never an age where that they were good. Totally.
1: They are either... Well, it's because all the art was done by or... <laughs> Picasso, and it's like, what is this? I, I don't even... <laughs> it's all interpretive. <laughs> yeah. Just blowing the kid's mind. <laughs> yeah, totally. What if God's a woman and fucking dead? St. <laughs> Peter was, was on mushrooms <laughs> when he wrote this verse. Yeah,
0: I just give mm-hmm. a kid the Joe Rogan podcast. This is my Bible. <laughs> um, well, so if you, do, you, you read some comics...
1: Okay, I I am kidding. I just haven't been grabbed by comic books as a total idea. I every now and then get into them. I, for some reason, wasn't into action comics as a kid, but I read so much Asterix when I was a kid, like tons of it. Oh, yeah. When I was they're really they're young. Great. They're dope. I actually still, so I don't great. know if you ever saw, I have like 30 of them on my bookshelf in my living room where we record. Oh, yeah. No, I've noticed. I, uh, I I really get into. I love anything dystopian, and wait. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so that also.
1: So that also. That also. And then I'll, <laughs> I was like, asterisks is. And I tend to read the like really dark, really well written graphic novels, 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 uh, <laughs> graphic novels. <laughs> You're off and, to a good start. <laughs> uh, that like all my friends are like, Dave, read this. Right. So I read Watchmen. Okay. Cover to cover mm-hmm. in like almost one sitting. I loved it. It's amazing. Yeah. I read uh, the first copy of Doom Patrol and I really liked it. Oh, the newer, like, no, the uh, first Graham Morrison. Book.
0: Oh, okay, so that's actually yeah, yeah, um, not um, the first version, but that's the his reboot that really gave it like. That's when they were giving, like, a sharper adult edge to a lot of old properties, you know. Oh, is Doom Patrol older than that? Yeah, absolutely. It came out around the same time as X-Men. Oh, I didn't know that. And X-Men was actually an idea that was... uh, So, basically, they came up with Doom Patrol over at DC, and somebody, like, at a party, like, leaked the information that they're trying to make a group of, like, misfit superheroes. Uh.
1: They're,
0: They're, like, out of place with society. And that maybe Stanley kind of ripped that idea and was like, let's do the
1: X-Men. So who was the first... Who made the first Doom Patrol?
0: I don't know. I never really... I mean, I never read that stuff. I never... I mean, that's all Golden Age uh, DC stuff, so it's very much for babies. It's for children. Right. And Marvel, even from its inception, was, say, like, X-Men and Spider-Man. Like, they're at least going for a teen audience at the time. Right. You know? But, uh... At that same time in DC, they're like, Superman and Batman are in a juggling contest. Like, with all of the planets of the world, like, nothing makes any sense. And it's just, you know, kind of like the Bible stories.
1: (laughs) It's like, man, this is actually, like, really interesting to hear because up until this very moment, I thought that Doom Patrol was, like, Grant Morrison's major creative work. Like, Mm -hmm. that he created himself. Obviously, I know he's done a lot of adaptive things. Like, he wrote Killing Joke, didn't he? Isn't that him? Or, like, some of the big Batman stories. That's uh, Um, Alan Moore. who wrote uh, Who Who wrote wrote Watchmen. Watchmen. Right, right.
0: Honestly, Mm -hmm. uh, off the top of my head, I'm not going to be able to, like, rattle off what Grant Morrison's written. I know he's fantastic. I've read most of his stuff, but I tend to kind of blur between a lot of the British artists that suddenly... Right. There was a wave where DC was, like... They got, like... Ten British writers all at once, and they're all mind-blowing and great. But that's kind of the influx of what you—if you, right. uh, you like Doom Patrol at that age uh, or that
1: time period, that was all Vertigo, dude. <laughs> oh the- fuck! Obama's trying to <laughs> shut it down. The this plane is so close to us, dude. It's crazy. Are you crop dusting? What are you doing, dude? Speaking. Okay, so we'll come back
0: to comic books in one second. But speaking to this plane shit, like. Dude, this is what I'm talking about, my anxiety with um, helicopters and shit going over my house. Like, I was just telling you how anxious I've been getting yeah. with that. It's, like, literally right over the house, like a fucking military helicopter. So the whole house is, like...
1: Right, like, dude, totally. It's... It's scary. Scary as well, shit. There's a thing that happens. I don't know if it happens all the way up here, too, but, um, like, in L.A. proper, specifically over the east side, and I don't exactly know why... Um. I've noticed it a bunch of times, and I've lived here for fucking almost 20 years now. There's the one thing they'll do where, like, those really heavy military helicopters with, like, four or six or eight rotors will, like, go over the city, right? But mm-hmm. then sometimes they, spaced out by a mile or two each, will post up hovering over the city And won't move for like a half hour or an hour. And you just hear this like rumbling helicopter sound, and you look (laughs) up and they're not moving and they're just up there. And I just am like, Will you fucking stop hammering this point home, please?
0: It's like they're just wasting money. Like (laughs) there's that that fucking fuel. I'm just like, Who's like, thank you. Thank you for spending the money doing this.
1: Also, like, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm sure that, I'm sure that you're quote reasoning which i i find a lot of fault in but i i'm sure your reasoning has something to do with like running drills or training or practice or uh, some way but guess fucking what you can do that not over an area where 10 or 15 fucking million people live it's more intimidating than it is productive it just is it's oppressive it drives me fucking crazy dude uh so there's been an upswing of this right yeah for sure yeah well i mean like cops are scared
0: yeah, they should mm-hmm. be. Yeah, right. They're so. <laughs> I mean, they should be in the They're sense so that delicate. we are actively trying to right. take their
1: money away, and we should be, and it's working. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see for I'm sure. I'm worried, but it's, yeah. I'm worried too. Yeah, and I don't want to say it's working and have people react by being like, "Oh, yeah. it worked." I know. I don't I know, mean yeah. it worked. Oh, yeah. I mean that there are people who are listening in ways they haven't before, and that's fucking huge. And uh, yeah. but there's still a lot of work to be done. We're still protesting still sharing still talking about it it's all very important i think but and so yeah they're scared for that reason and they're hoping that we'll be like oh good and then we'll shut up and so that's why we shouldn't well, But fuck dude yeah they've ramped up in every way
0: that's why my comic book <laughs> suggestion for you dave ross is judge dread
1: <laughs> really is that true or are you fucking with me you won't enjoy
0: it do, why you, not? Wanna, do you want me to send you some judge dread I loved that movie. I uh, you're not gonna like the comic book, dude. Why it's, not? You you should watch. You should uh, check it out, though. It's, okay, it'd be really interesting because British comics were fucking insane. Okay, and that's where they were like, if you wrote Judge Dredd, like that's how Alan Moore got work at DC to then write Watchmen and all that oh. shit. Like everyone started at Judge Dredd because Judge Dredd. Oh, was, is it that big? It's more like an institution. Oh, shit. It's been around since forever, and it's basically, like, more like really short stories. And there's no, like, real history or depth to Judge Dredd. I see. So that's why I won't like it. Because the stories aren't great? It's like, I want to show you what it's all about, and I want to show you how fucked up it is. That's
1: that's actually perfect. That sounds great. That's the perfect type of thing for us to talk about. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's like, I've looked into it. There's really very little depth. The, the the most deaf is they came up with some pretty cool villains, okay. But like, and, and it's like it's like psychotic. Again, it's like Grant Morrison and people coming up with it, where they're like, okay, what if there's like a judge from another dimension that's just hell, and his powers he can set orphanages on fire. Like it's like
1: what? It, it, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just like it makes no Specifically sense. Specifically
1: orphanages. That's so wild.
0: It makes no mm-hmm. sense. No, it's like literally his villains are like. Like demons, yeah, and he's a cop with a gun, and I kept joking online that I was like, my favorite thing about Judge Dredd is that it's just basically like a British cop with a gun, like that's sci-fi to them. They're like, imagine if a cop had a gun. <laughs> and he just, you know, he used his authority. Like, that's how it all started. It's like, he's like really, he, it's funny, like the Sylvester wow. Stallone version of him that's like huge and very like meaty. Right, right. Like when he first started, he's like a lanky guy who's just like, there's a punk down the street, mm-hmm. like oh. blows him away like Charles Bronson style. He's like, ah, death wish. Like, wow, that's so fucking funny. I'm a funny. cop who
1: uses his gun. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, that's so funny to think that. Yeah, Obvious for, I'm stating the obvious, but that perspective of British culture that cops don't have guns on ours. Like, literally, our equivalent would be uh, if, like, well, okay, all right, it's a comic book about a doctor who can treat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anybody he wants. He doesn't have to get their insurance approved Whoa. or anything. <laughs> doctor who? <laughs> doctor Good. Whoa. His name's yeah, Doctor Good. Yeah, I
0: think Doctor Who. Doctor Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's their fascination, no, so we doctor life i uh <laughs> it's so funny i think the longest running british show is uh
1: or like fiction mm-hmm. show is about a hospital really yeah it's called like casualty like a general hospital just a general hospital kind of show <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah um yeah
0: wow Yeah, so I think it'd be funny maybe to see. I'll show you some Judge Dredd stuff. I'll get you this uh, like app so that you can check out comic books on your computer because that's the easiest way for me to show you a lot of stuff very easily. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's perfect because
1: dude, plenty you can buy. I would really love yeah for you to like. For us to like teach each other about these things, because I, I yeah. truly teach me. Well, Anthony. all right. Well, Dave, <laughs> uh, what album would you want to teach me about? Well, so that's tougher. Should we switch off? Yeah, we definitely should. Okay. Well, no, no, we should definitely at least this week give each other homework. I like that. Um, it's just tougher with music because you're also a music nerd. Uh, well, not really, dude. I oh, mean, really? it's
0: like I mean, uh, if I were to bring up my phone right now, I've been like just liking tracks on Spotify, but it's it's very eclectic. And it's like, I don't take the time to really ever research a whole album. The amount of artists I, I have on my phone is saved, it's like one track. Okay. So I will never be like, oh, really, the whole album?
1: Check it out? Like, almost never. Okay, well, all right, then on the same... On the like kind of the exact same thread that you were on with Judge Tread, which by the way another reason I really like that is I really am such a nerd for dystopian shit Mm -hmm. that it's kind of perfect oh shit you went to it right away yeah 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 yeah. dude so I know we're both punk fans we're both like emotional people I know that's that's the reason I said fuck you what the (laughs) shit huh Care to repeat? (laughs) (laughs) But how much? Hmm. um, If we're talking about like the formation of a genre and a thing that's just been like the gold standard uh, in a genre, or at least a thing that a lot of people built off of, Mm -hmm. how much time have you ever spent listening? Like, really listening to the Ramones? Like, just the hits? Oh, dude. Okay. I'm gonna send you specifically two Ramones records for you to listen through and then we could talk about them. Because I, what's funny is when I talk to people about the Ramones, I don't think of my, them as being like my favorite band. Mm-hmm. But then when every time I listen to any Ramones song, I'm like, this is the greatest song that was ever written. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's great is at first I was like, two albums? Shit. And then I was like, oh wait,
0: two Ramones albums? That's like... 12 minutes yeah dude like, I'll, I'll be done in a, well in it's a also sitting. a good
1: case study for for like talking about punk rock and talking about pop music and catchy shit and liking music in general because they have this weird ability the misfits are like this too to write kind of the same song over and over again mm-hmm. but they're so good at it at making a catchy while also being edgy piece of art that you still love it every time and like I talk to my friends who are musicians about it, and almost every one of them is like, oh yeah, Ramones, best band of all time. We don't even need to talk about that. Let's talk about more complex music, because everybody knows the Ramones are the best band of all time. And, uh, yeah. Do they have any, like, live records on the beach
0: or anything? (laughs) I feel like I'm on the beach, and I want to just enjoy some Ramones and feel tropical. Actually, Ramones go tropical? One of the... Like
1: all on a (laughs) surfboard, they do. uh, They do have a a record produced by. I'm into surf music. What's his name? Philip. He's the fucking famous Phil Spector. Phil Spector.
0: Oh, is that one of the albums you're gonna suggest? Because I would love to. Maybe I'll just check that out. Actually,
1: we should talk about. We should do that one. I'll think about it and I'll give you some. (laughs) Okay, but what? But the story about Phil Spector. Producing a Ramones record? Yeah, he's a great guy. Is that <laughs> right? Is <laughs> yeah, that apparently guy. they don't know if this is true or not. He was definitely crazy and shitty with them, but this particular story is not confirmed, but people mm-hmm. think it's true. Mm-hmm. Is that like the, Ram- <laughs> the Ramones are like the, the definitive punk band? They didn't really know how to play that well. They just like they covered for it by having simple songs and 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 filling it with energy and, and there's a
0: level they just can't go past Right. yeah you know
1: so apparently so that song do you remember rock and roll radio was produced by Phil Spector that's why that's one of their songs where you're like how did they make this there's like a an organ what the fuck uh it doesn't make any sense but anyway yeah dd originally tried to have
0: sex with the organ he heard he heard it was an organ so he thought he could
1: have sex with it easy easy moron it's not actually an uh they're American, you know that, I don't right? know, I'm just,
0: giving, I'm just giving them some...
1: They look like trolls, like I don't know what to say. They look like mythical Wookiees and shit, like they don't make sense. Well, apparently in the studio, he couldn't get them to play on tempo and stay on tempo. <laughs>
0: awesome.
1: And he would like walk into the room and like punch the wall on beat and they couldn't follow it. So at a certain point he came in with a gun and started firing the gun to the tempo <laughs> that's the story. That's insane. <laughs> like that's yeah. not even like practical. <laughs> yeah. That's just you're firing
0: a gun. No one's like, oh my god, that was perfect on beat. Right. He nailed the tempo. Right. I mean, that was a song. Well, that's why it's an impossible story to believe that's because impossible. it's impossible. Like... <laughs> that's impossible. Yeah. That would, totally. Everyone would have tinnitus and
1: fucking eardrums would burst. Yeah. And you, how many bullets are in your gun? Can you do it for a whole song? <laughs> even if you have a clip of thirty bullets. That's, that's what, six bars? Yeah, it was an Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did more like a melody with the Uzi. It
0: wasn't about the beat, you know? It was more like...
1: <laughs> it was an Uzi. Oh, man. <laughs> right, it was cocking the gun. That's a me- Yeah, he cocked the Uzi like it's a musket. Right. You gotta jam yeah, the powder in. And then you gotta jam yeah. all the, pe- the pellets in there. That's why he's the best. Because you brought guns into it. I'm gonna give you one uh, studio album and then one live album because I didn't really realize. Like there was a certain point in listening to music where I was like, "Why are the Ramones talked about as so punk? This is fucking doo wop." And you'll okay. But then I heard a live record, dude. And well, it sounds like you're full of rage. Uh, well, you know, despite that though, I'm still just a rat. <clears throat> in a cage. G- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the comic book still gets defeated while someone's laughing at the joke. He's <laughs> like,
1: you fucking asshole for laughing at this piece of shit. Um, their live albums are like the fastest, craziest shit ever. And I have no idea why their studio albums aren't like that. They're two different bands. It's weird.
0: That's cool. cool. I, like, I love a nice uh, live
1: album. Me too. So that's a really good balance. Yeah. Uh, I'm a
0: little skeptical because it's like, you know, they're like a happy birthday. They're, right. They're like uh, right. such an institution. Right. And uh, I don't know. I guess I gave them more credit as like, yeah, they're definitely musically competent. Okay. And there's a ton of punk music that uh, like, say, even Devo, like it tends to like, it's very simple. Sure. In a lot of the construction, it would seem, but then I, apparently it's way more complicated. I don't know. I'm I'm also simultaneously trying to learn a lot of guitar stuff right now, oh. to just uh, c- kill time and stuff. Yeah. And I have no idea about music theory, so I'm really trying to like learn and.
1: Uh, oh, interesting. I'll let That's you cool. know
0: when I <laughs>
1: when you learn <laughs> when I come back from the Ramones. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think the Ramones are going to be. An example of something complicated ever. I think it's always the drums are dunch, 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 and then the. Du hast. <laughs> du hast. Du hast. Ramon. Du hast. Dude, what if you find Brooklyn, out that I'm Brooklyn, a huge Ramstein fan? <laughs> yeah. Hampton, my only suggestion <laughs> I'm going to have is. Rammstein. I loved Rammstein when Du Hast came on the radio. I thought it was the coolest shit I would ever heard. All right, heard, that's dude. gonna be
0: time for us. You guys have been I incredible. Love Bye. Uh, <laughs> it was. A, it's. It's definitely like a novelty. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, like, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> liked it. Liked it.
1: I mean, like I. Well, would yeah, so I was in like eighth
0: grade. Like okay, so uh, maybe a song like that that I liked is uh, Marilyn. There's a lot of Marilyn Manson that I like. I still love Marilyn Manson. Yeah, he's very good. He's great. Um, they they are good. She's they's good. I don't oh, know. Oh, is he they now? I have no idea. I didn't know that. He would have seemed to have been a, like an originator of that, but he um, but uh, he's good. Like beautiful people. Like amazing. Uh, it, it's but it's hard to be like, you know, from that generation. Is it that really different than Ronstein? Than yeah. like uh, Power Man Five Thousand doing. Yes, a lot of a lot of, of that answer. same <laughs> It is it is. It is. Yeah. But uh so that's something I would be like, no, I, I like legitimately really like that song. I think it's really good construction. Rammstein, I'm like, yeah, I liked it as a novelty, but uh you know, I, I think it's bad I think it's bad song construction.
1: Interesting. I wonder because I remember legitimately loving it. And yes, I was in seventh or eighth grade whenever I hadn't gotten into punk music, but I also loved a lot of Punk music I consider novelty now. Back then, and like yeah, I just I, I mean I loved Papa wrote I loved that song Last Resort when I first heard it. Loved it. Still the great. Yeah, Still, it's it's the only
0: good song they've made. Oh, you don't like
1: Scars? No,
0: I look no. When people bring up Scars, I get upset. <laughs> When people bring up the scars, I feel scarred because they let me down. That that song is that song an sucks example. Sucks. Yeah, but Last Resort <laughs> is an example of somebody writing a song that is actually above themselves. <laughs> it's better. It's better than the, what the band is. You know. Sure. It's like listen to that song. Tell me you don't want to do push-ups. Like right. It, it serves a function. And that I guess it function does. Function
1: is push-ups. <laughs> right. Right. But that's Getting- a pretty limited function you know it's most of my day the push-up well we're different <laughs> you see my body <laughs> yeah you're right mostly yeah you're wearing a tank top dude. yeah you know you don't wear a tank top unless yeah, you work out good. you know the muscle <laughs> musculature of a seven-year-old yeah it's pretty good <laughs> but um we were saying uh before we uh, wrap up for the week i'm excited about this homework thing dude um i think it's a good start i think so too We'll see where it goes. And we're interested in your thoughts. One thing that Hampton brought up that I'd be interested in your thoughts on is that we don't want to... might be a spoilers problem. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, shying away mostly from spoilers. That's interesting. Yeah, is that good- a thing with podcasts to talk about... Uh, or people that talk about comic books and shit? Especially when it's TV shows, because we would kind of mm. talked about that or movies. But
0: you're right. Maybe with comic books, we can just kind of talk about tone and the writing and the art and stuff. You know, like reasons to check it
1: out. Also, if we talk about old shit, is that okay? I guess people all still haven't read it. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Pretty much all
0: comics are like spoiler alerts because like yeah. you can't keep up with what's even currently coming out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's impossible. Yeah. So don't worry Just about like,
1: it. Yeah. But Hampton pointed out a funny thing where like you can't, it's easier on my end where I'm going to be suggesting more music. Oh, the I'm going to
0: have a lot of opinions.
1: But the idea of music spoilers is really funny. Like... uh <laughs> Hey, dude, uh, you brought up that there's a solo on that Hendrix song, <laughs> and I didn't know that. And now I don't even need to fucking hear it.
0: Yeah, what's the point,
1: dude? Oh,
0: oh, it's sad. Well, now I know. Yeah. Well, great. Oh, I guess Metallica Black album's sad, and now I know. That
1: Pedro the Lion song is about <laughs> depression. Wow. Well, thanks a lot, dude.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? Why did you tell me that the middle of the song goes. <laughs> You should talk more about tone and artisticness. Yeah. We're going to ruin so many bands for you guys. Hell yeah, dude. That's my promise.
1: Well, fuck. Thank you guys so much for listening.
0: Yeah. You guys check out the Patreon. We're going to now record a bonus episode. Yeah, dude. So check it out at patreon.com slash y'all ever if you want to support the podcast for a pretty reasonable amount, get a lot of extra content. Um, Check out the YouTube channel for this podcast. Uh, just That's right. The Y'all Lever podcast channel on YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out Dave's YouTube channel. Subscribe to them all. Just do us a favor.
1: Yeah, you know, our Patreons, our Instagrams, Twitters, you know, whatever the fuck you want.
0: Let's consolidate this fan base. Let's grow <laughs> the cult. <laughs> Look us up on Apple Music, man. Fuck yeah. it,
1: dude. We just risk COVID. I think I got it's Spotify worth it. I got Spotify playlists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys are awesome, and uh, we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, when I I suppose we're talking about Judge Dredd and the Ramones. Sounds good. Wow. That's a good name for a band. Judge Dredd and the (laughs) Ramones. Glad you're alive. (laughs) Buddy Holly and the Crickets. There it is. Judge Dredd and the Ramones.
0: (laughs) The classics. Glad you're alive. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye. A A podcast network.